Welcome to the Lion's Den. If you are a black person and you live here in the United States and you live in or near any major inner cities here in the U.S., you will either hear or talk about someone getting shot. And when it comes to our own race and culture of people, with all the bad things that happen in our own neighborhoods and communities, we ignore the violence. And we continue down this road of what I call black gun silence. I guess the first question I have to ask is why? Why is it okay for us to blame the police for the police brutality that they are doing to us? Why is it okay for us to make that the priority and protest and march and riots in the streets, and it's really just an opportunity for us to be on some nigga shit. Because there's, there's no real cause behind the so-called demonstrations and protests. It's just all about us breaking up a bunch of shit and stealing shit, sneakers, clothes, jewelry. And of course, it's still all about a bunch of surface shit and it's always about something that has no substance so why is that okay but as soon as I ask the question why does anyone talk about the bad behavior the destruction, the violence that's going on in our own neighborhoods and communities No one wants to have that conversation. So I want you to take the time, just take a moment to ask yourself, why? Intentionally or subconsciously, we want to make sure that black boys never grew up to be men. Let's now look at the active ones first. I want to make sure we start in the right place. The conspiracy did not start with black mothers. It started somewhere else. We must start where it began. It began with active conspirators. I want to now look at them first. In looking at the active conspirators, I want to make sure we understand that these kind of terms don't make sense. We are not the minority. In other words, there are 4.5 billion people living in the world. Of this number, 80% of the world's population has color. That means only 20% of the world's population lacks color. Now you tell me who's a minority. 
See, it's called the African Triangle. Goes all the way back. We're not the minority. We're only a minority. We allow ourselves to be divided up from our brothers and sisters in Nigeria, in Jamaica, in the United States. Look at this African Triangle. After all these years, other than the way we're dressed, you can't tell who's who. There are one billion people living in China alone, and we are second. 500 living in Africa, 160 living in Central and South America, 40 million living here in the United States. We are not the minority. Now, the question is, how can so small control so much? That's why I respect them so much. Think about it. You have a game. You have one game with 80 people, another game with 20, and the 20 going to win? The only way they can do that is by controlling the mind. Because whoever controls the mind will also control the body. When we are dealing with our emotions, and it doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, you are dealing with your feminine side. Now they say even in men, even based off the yin and yang principle, there's a feminine side to a man. And there's also a masculine side to a woman. But they're supposed to meet each other in the middle to create a balance. That's another topic for another day. But when it comes to emotions and feelings, that has a strong connection to the feminine principles. And this is what we're dealing with when it comes to our young males, our young, especially our young black males in these inner cities who are shooting each other and killing each other. Now, even back in my day, you know, I'm kind (laughs) of giving away my age here, but we had those type of dudes too. But it, it was never to the extreme that we're dealing with right now. Like, we, we, would, we would have that cat in the club or at a party. If you stepped on his Tims, he would get overly emotional and upset. And some of these niggas, they would actually shoot you for that shit. Just for stepping on their Tims. But what we're dealing with now is here in 2021... And it's been going on for a minute. We have these young males who have been brought up in households. The majority of us, even myself, we didn't grow up with a father in the home. And a lot of women don't like to hear it, but. That's the importance of the man being in the home so he can help teach his young son as he's growing up how to be a man. Even within myself, I'm having I'm having struggles with trying to teach my son. He's struggling with a lot of things right now. And a lot of things that he's struggling with is based on his inability To control his emotions and his anger. These why these young cats are out here and, you know, and do we always have the argument 
because you know the, the music has also something to do with it. I mean, look what just ha- look what just happened at the BET Awards. Little Nas X. <laughs> I understand it's Pride Month and all that good shit, but for him to go on the red carpet and actually admit to the fact that he's pushing his his agenda. He's pushing his agenda. He's, these was his words. I'm pushing what I believe in into the black community. And we wonder why our young men, based off this inability to have a strong family structure in place, and from the influences they have, out here in the streets where the culture has changed on top of kids not even having any real respect for their elders anymore. Well, there's a lot of things that's going on. I'm not going, I'm not going to just blame it on the music. But we also have to understand how much the music, whether you want to believe it or not, has a very huge impact on your feelings and emotions. <laughs> See, you thought I was going to say your kids. No, it has a huge impact on your feelings and emotions. I may even get into this on another episode. The real origins of music and instruments. See, we just think they were created to entertain us. But no, when it comes to music, as you notice, music itself can change your mood. It can change the way you think. It can have you amped up one moment and another song can have you crying your eyes out. But this is what we're dealing with for our, our young people to the point where not only is it happening were for young boys and our young men. Now, our young ladies are getting into this now. The past couple of weeks, I've heard about young girls, 12 and 13 years old, shooting someone. Just recently, here at our one of the major malls that we have here in Delaware, Christiana Mall, this chick in her 20s rolled up on somebody in the car and shot both pe- two people in the car. Shot them in the head. See, this is what we're dealing with for our, with our young people. They have lost control. And they're moving around the city. And creating chaos. We have a city. (laughs) Filled with. Emotional thugs. The government. Would not pay. For a child. Who had a father. Living with that child. 
Fathers of some children in this building found their families could be helped by the welfare department, but only if they left home or died. The father leaves, all of a sudden, well, the rent drops. Hey, that's a pretty good deal. It became a financial incentive for the father to move out. My father could not live with us, and we had social workers come to our homes to find out if there were men's clothes or if we had a new television. Or... Uh, Jane, this is Mr. Uh... Stewart. What would happen then is that you've got a lot of children now without adult supervision from men. And the dropout rate in the schools began to increase dramatically. Many of the boys were put out of school and they were in the streets and they terrorized the community. I remember the days when hearing about someone being shot in one of our neighborhoods or communities was a shock to most of us. It was a shock to most of us because it just wasn't common in those days. We will hear about someone getting shot or dying by gunplay once, maybe twice in one year. Even back then, no one would approve of shooting anyone for any reason, but if we did hear about a shooting we would always say it must have been about someone getting robbed or a drug deal going bad and and rarely you would hear about someone getting shot just because someone got angry today we're dealing with an entirely different animal coming from where you would have to be pushed to the limit before you would even consider pulling out a firearm. Nowadays, all it takes is for someone's emotions to get out of control and they will be ready to shoot you. This past year, I have heard some stories you wouldn't believe the reasons why some people have gotten shot. From the normal everyday beefs that we have been dealing with you know, for decades to recently a man losing his life over an argument about cutting his own grass. And a lot of people would agree the reasons sound ridiculous, but we also know that there are some underlining stress and issues that are pushing a lot of people over the edge. And it's just unfortunate that something so minuscule could take a life. Black gun violence is something that has plagued our inner cities all across the U.S. And everyone is turning a blind eye to the fact that we are killing each other. This is why it makes no sense to me why we have continued to fall for the police brutality narrative. How can you as a black person here in America put police brutality as a priority when we have not held ourselves accountable for killing ourselves? If we want to protest and march in regards to what we think the police are doing to us, why don't we march and protest for taking our own lives? What would you expect 
from other races and cultures of people. We give them the responsibility to fix what we need to fix for ourselves. And then we don't get the results that we are expecting. We then have the audacity to complain. And then as long as there's a civil suit and a black family gets played or paid for the loss of their sons or daughters, we feel that makes everything right. No, that doesn't make it right. Because now we are saying there's a price for a black life. There's no amount of money that will replace the loss of our children, especially our young ones who have been slain in the streets for just being in the wrong place at the wrong time. What also makes it sad that the majority of the people that we are standing up for doing a lot of things that put them on this path to meet their own fate. And I'm not saying that anyone should deserve to lose their life. But when you are doing shit that may end up getting you or another innocent person that's, you know, minding their own business healed, that's some fucked up shit that we all have to live with. I'm going through this shit right now. I'm trying to do everything I can to help someone in my very own family but they are choosing to continue to go down the same old path over and over again we keep doing the same dumb shit and we are not satisfied until something seriously bad happens someone loses their life or we end up losing our own life black people We need to end this now and stop living in violence and stop living in a world of black gun silence. Show your support for the D-Win Legacy Podcast and hit us on our cash app at dollar sign capital D-S-O-U-L-S capital P-R-O 21 as we continue to bring you great content every week that will make you think.
it's a real shame what we are witnessing as black people in our neighborhoods and communities. Every time I drive through our communities, seeing these makeshift memorials with balloons and candles and liquor bottles on a corner somewhere or in the middle of the middle of the block where somebody lost their life due to gun violence. We, we got to stop this shit, man. We are already at war. I want to, I want you to imagine going to war and we have an outside enemy, but some of our soldiers are taking the lives of people in our own unit. That's what's going on right now. We too busy killing each other. We too busy taking our own lives. We are helping the enemy to get rid of ourselves. And it's just plain stupid. When is it going to stop? When is it going to end? What kind of person are you to feel that you have to go out and take someone else's life with the potential of, of, of taking some, somebody's life that had nothing to do with what's going on between you and that other person? It's bad enough that you're going out to kill someone, but nobody's talking about all these little babies, these young people who are out minding their business, not bothering anyone out here doing all the right things. Little kids that just want to be outside playing, minding their own business and they get hit by a straight bullet. But nobody's talking about them. Bullshit ass Black Lives Matter. Don't even acknowledge them. I'm just tired, man. And I know a lot of other people are tired too. You shouldn't have to live a life where you feel like just getting up every day that you can go out and potentially, or even just being in your house you may get hit by a straight bullet because we have these ignorant ass assholes out here who are overly emotional. What is your, what is your situation really all about? And I guarantee you, you can't even tell me it's something of substance. Oh, somebody hurt your feelings or they taking money off your block. You in a beef, you online talking shit. What is your reasoning? There's nothing that you can say that would justify you taking somebody else's life. Oh, you want to make a name for yourself? That's some weak shit. That's not how real men think. 
And now we have our young ladies getting involved in this bullshit. And they're losing their lives and they're taking other people's lives. (laughs) When does this stop, man? Just remember you are helping the enemy. Just remember that. I want to thank everyone who has taken the time to listen in. You are much appreciated. We would also appreciate if you would show support for the D win legacy podcast, all contributions and donations will go right back into the D win legacy podcast. So we can continue to bring you great content. And in saying all that, we'll be back next week with another episode that will make you think peace.